Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Steve, Chris, and Sharpie. I don't want to get that confused. And we have a special guest. We've got TGM, Twitter girl Mandy. <laughs> hi. Hello, everyone. Was that like a sexy hi? Hi. No. None of us say hello like that. Just so you know. Everyone has their own kind of hello. Hi. That was Why are you nervous? Lisa does when she's feeling under the weather. Hi. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I'm Lisa. Um, That was actually pretty sexy, Sharpie. (laughs) That happens when I drop my voice. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yes. Where were we? Did you introduce Steve? Did I distract you? I think I got Steve in there. Yeah. Steve was first. Okay. I'm just, I'm just dreaming about all the voices. Really? All the voices? Mm-hmm. That's nice. What's wrong with you? <laughs> He's got his pink shirt on today. Does he really? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. So what are we doing today? Okay. Today we're going to do news. All right. Chris, why don't you start us off? What's your story? What's your okay. story? Well, <laughs> yes. Well, you probably heard about this already. It's two people on in two separate incidences attempted to bring loaded handguns into one was Epcot and the other was Animal Kingdom on Monday, uh, October 23rd. And both of them were caught through the usual screening process. One was a 23 year old woman with a concealed weapons permit from Alabama. That permit had expired. Even if it hadn't expired, you know, she couldn't use it to take a weapon into the magic kingdom. I mean, that's really a moot point, but, um, they were both charged and, uh, released on bail. So for $2,000, so they have to come back and I'm guessing they're not welcome back on Disney property anymore. Okay, next story. Well, you know, it kind of ties in. Sharpie. So recently permits were filed by Disney uh, to do construction at Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot um, for what is believed to be permanent installation of metal detectors. Uh, So last year, just before the holiday season, uh, the Christmas holiday season, Disney installed uh, temporary metal detectors and they have been using third party security contractors to run those metal detectors. Uh, And recently there's been, been some, some kind of, fluff in the news, uh, not good fluff, uh, that, that some of those third-party folks just really aren't kind of living up to Disney standards. So it kind of doesn't surprise me to hear that they're looking to do a more permanent installation of metal detectors, uh, specifically at these three parks, but they, they just, it's so crazy because they've just recently redone so much of the entrances to these parks to install the My Disney Experience, the, the RF touch points. Um, so here they are digging up concrete again to install permanent metal detectors. Um, what are they going to do at Magic Kingdom? What are your thoughts? Are they going to do it over at Ticket and Transportation Center, which is going to miss everyone who's staying at a resort? So they're going to have to do two or wait till everyone gets on the other side of the lake and do all of the metal detection stuff over there. So interesting. It's going to see how that because there hasn't been a permit filed for Magic Kingdom yet, uh, just for Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Maybe like Magic Kingdom is just going to be your Wild West Park. We're going to wing it over there. It is home of Frontierland. It is. Yeah. All right, next up. Ooh, we had um 
We had a release of some of the uh, early 2018 cruise itineraries. We have some new things going on, some old things. And we're going to keep Bahamas on the itineraries. They are offering the three, four, or five-night cruise, which is going to go out of Port Canaveral, which ties in lovely if you're doing a Walt Disney World vacation. These are also going out of Miami. Not so bad uh, of a drive if you happen to be in the Orlando area or if you're down in Miami, of course. We've got ports that are going to include Nassau and Key West. And of course, you will have the Castaway Key private island uh, stop on all itineraries. Then they're going to keep the Eastern Caribbean itineraries as well. Those are going to be your seven nights. And the, the ports of call are going to be Tortola. Um, we're going to have St. Martin, San Juan, um, and then, of course, Castaway Key. Let me see. Okay, Western Caribbean. We're keeping that one as well, and it's going to include Costa Maya, Cozumel, Grand Cayman, and Falmouth, uh, Jamaica. Seven night as well. And guess what else it includes? Castaway Key. Okay. Southern Caribbean. Uh, these are seven night as well. This is going to go out of San Juan because you, you need to fly a little bit south to hit some of these southern islands that they're going to visit. We've got St. Lucia, Aruba, and Antigua, and they're also going to stop in Bonaire. That's going to be amazing. Um, I think part of it is the, I don't know, exotic destinations, the fact that they're not typically done. Um, you, you have to go down to San Juan before you can even go that far south on a seven-night cruise. So it's not something that people typically do leaving the mainland from uh, Florida and, and getting to see these exciting places. Let's see. Oh, and then they're going to add uh, like a bonus itinerary it's for only one month. And they're going to offer two or five-night cruises from San Diego to Ensenada. And that's going to be pretty cool. The two night, that's going to be interesting. Kind of a very a, short cruise. Yeah. A, a two night cruise. Yep. That's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a cruise to nowhere, except it's going somewhere that's actually nowhere. Here, here's what I wouldn't like about that. I wouldn't like the fact that the cruise doesn't even get started. Like if you're lucky, you're on by noon and then you get right. to enjoy the ship a little bit. It takes off. So you basically get that night a whole day and then the next night and then you're done. They kick you off so early. Yeah. A two well, night. You're not even going. Yeah. Go it's, it's, it sounds like two full days and I guess it does end up two full days. No, it totally doesn't. No, not no, on it's that about for 48 hours. Yeah. It's about 36 hours, I suppose. Not That's even a rip off. Well, you gotta yeah, be on by Steve wouldn't even have taken a shower during that time period. <laughs> that's right. You get, you're on. You have to be on by four because that's when they sail usually, and then you're off of there by I don't know eight eight thirty at the latest. Seven thirty, yeah, eight o'clock. Yeah, there six somewhere between six and eight. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a waste. You unpack and then leave. Yeah, so you like get half. one lunch that whole time. <laughs> Uh, well, you do get a lunch when you check in, you yeah, can you go can... eat immediately. Oh which, yeah. Yeah. But that's, you know, but, but yeah, no, it wouldn't be great. You so... know, we question it, but they're going to sell out. People love those, those cruises to nowhere and those short getaways. 
uh, especially if they're local. It would be nice if you're like a couple that just wanted to get a couple nights away from the kids. That's probably ideal. It's like extended date night. Well, especially if they're, if, if it's a weekend. So if it, if it sets sail on a Friday and is, is back or on a Saturday and is back on Monday or Friday and back on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You go out Friday night, you know, plan a nice, you know, yeah, I could see that being okay for like, you know, a couple parents who want to get away. They have another longer cruise and they have two days to fill every week. Well, they're doing two and then five nights. So these will Uh, be back to back. They could very well have opted to do a three and a four night, but this is the route they're taking. And you could do a back to back and just stay on the ship all shit seven nights. You could. Yeah, that's all right. Where's where's it going out of? I didn't catch that. Part. It goes out of San Diego. Oh, and well, we don't live to... in San Diego. No, that's not even an option. <laughs> well, it, it's the Baja Peninsula. Hey, kids. Yeah. And it's out of San Diego. It goes to, to Ensenada. Uh, and then there's one more uh, cruise itinerary for early 2018. And this is the Panama Canal. And this is a 14 night coast to coast. And it's going to go from Port Canaveral which again is near Orlando. So if you're there, hop on a cruise ship. Um, and then it's going to go through the Panama Canal and then it'll stop at a couple of ports as well. It'll stop in some cities in uh, Mexico, Colombia, Costa Rica, and the Caribbean before hitting um, San Diego, which is where it's going to start doing its two and five night cruises. And they used, Disney used to sail out of the port of Los Angeles. So it was, it was actually just south of Los Angeles, but, um, so it's interesting that they're sailing out of San Diego now. Yeah, it works. I actually priced out some January, 2018 itineraries already for clients and they weren't bad. The prices, if you get in early and that's, that's what you have to do. You have to get in early. Um, the prices are, pre- I mean, they're not reasonable. I can't say that, but you know, seven nights on the fantasy uh, Jan- mid January for two, I think it was coming in at 3,200. That's not horrible. No, that's just over 200 so, night per person. Yeah. That's not bad. That's really not bad. No, not when you consider what you're getting. Right. And I, I do think that there's a whole lot of value to be had, uh, when you go on one of the Disney ships and you know, if you're thinking about it, go ahead and, and call one of our, our chatters and put a deposit down. The deposits were fundable for quite a long time. So if you do change your mind, you can get that back. And otherwise, you're going to lock into a great deal. You're going to get your choice of um, category and stateroom in all likeliness. And you'll get that great price, which is for booking out so far in advance. All right. So that's it on cruises. Who's next? Steve, you're next. I have some bad news for everybody who wants who loves the Celebrate the Magic show over at the Magic Kingdom. So that's, if you don't know, that's the castle show that's before Wishes. So it is going away. Boo. But I know. Mandy was really upset. Yeah, how are going to celebrate a world filled with magic now? (laughs) Well, Well, you're just going to have to do it at home by yourself. No, you can go. Watching YouTube. Sharpie, you can go. (laughs) November 4th is going to be Once Upon a Time. Gonna be another tear jerking, high definition uh, show on the castle that they'll be projecting. So you'll now, be all set. When, when you say another tear jerking, I don't recall crying during Celebrate the Magic. Were what? you crying? It could have been. Well, this one's gonna have. Here's the thing, Mrs. Potts and Chip. Oh, I hate her. 
It's going to be based on Beauty and the Beast, and it's going to celebrate films like Cinderella, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, and the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Ooh. I know. So let me go through so- those again. Cinderella, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, and the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. There's not like one of those films that I really enjoy ever. I am so glad you said that because I'm usually the curmudgeon. I don't, well, Cinderella I like, but Alice in Wonderland, Winnie the Pooh. And Peter Pan. I mean, the other one had Frozen. It had Tangled when the, when the lanterns float up the castle. That's the best thing ever. No, it was yeah, loved it. Yeah, and, and then it the, the pirate like going scene, back. it was really cool. Yeah, this seems yeah. like the you know you're gonna go. They're gonna add these new high definition projectors, and then they're gonna go back to the original line art, um, you know, films from. Look, they're the classics, I guess, and they'll have Beauty and the Beast, but I don't know. I well, Beauty and the Beast is celebrating its anniversary this year, and it and is. the live action that's film true. Is coming out. Uh, yep, yeah, very true. Live action is coming out in March. Not that I'm counting down the days or anything. I'm super excited. I'm so going the day it opens. We all know that that Chris is a closet Mrs. Potts fan. She just I claims just, to hate Mrs. Potts in public. There's something about Mrs. Potts. I mean, I don't know. Mm. I just, yeah, she's, I'm not a fan. She's know. so bossy. We'll see. Maybe Twitter girl Mandy can get over there if she's not working somewhere. (laughs) Yes, I will hopefully be broadcasting the last one and going to the first one of the new show. So you and I are going to see each other in November early. So maybe we should go together. All right, Chris, I'm going to throw the next one to you. We're doing the Muppets. Okay. So I actually took pleasure in announcing this because then Mandy cringed and I was like, (laughs) but all of you probably know that courtyard fountain at Hollywood studios. Well, guess it's the Muppet one. Guess it's going to happen to it. It's going to become a planter, a planter, but it's only temporary. It is temporary. You're, you're ruining my. Oh, sorry. I was sad. I was was going to announce that. Like (laughs) she was trying to bait it. I was. So it's only temporary while they work on star Wars land Mm. and they mess around with the water pipes, but it'll be back, but they won't say. Thankfully. So we should get over there to see that planter because you know what? Planters are exciting. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. No one's sad about it. Mm. We're just going to wait and oh. <sighs> I'm let next. the water run its course. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one of them was coming. <laughs> I mean, we, we just, we didn't want to get too bubbly. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> All right. I'm going to gr- jump in here. Um, I have <laughs> um, just a little update on a new special that is out at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. They are offering savings of up to 25%, select stays, of course, at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, and also at the Disneyland Hotel. If you prefer to go to Disney's Paradise Pier, you can get up to 10% savings. Uh, This is going to be for stays that are Sunday through Thursday night, and the dates of uh, the travel window are going to be January 8th through April 20th of 2017. The booking window, you have to book this between October 26th, which by the time you hear this is gone, so it's already open, October 26th, 2019, and March 9th of 2017. And um, let's see, there's going to be some restrictions. 
on where you can, uh, exactly what rooms are available. The savings are going to be on the premium, the deluxe, the wood garden courtyard rooms, and um, it excludes a lot of the concierge rooms and suites. Anyway, if, if you're interested, call one of us. We'll give you the lowdown, find if there's going to be some savings for you. And again, this is out in Anaheim, California. Save a few dollars. I like to save a few dollars. I like to go to California. And you like to go to California and save a few dollars. That is even better. Even better combo. Mm -hmm. Supersize that for me. Okay. Sharpie, you're actually next. Um, we've got some, some foodie news. Do you know what foodie I'm talking news. about? Hmm. Well, Bits and pieces, maybe. Victorian Alberts? Oh, you know, that restaurant. Yeah, that little hole in the yet. wall. <laughs> but it's a popular one. In fact, it is the second most popular restaurant, according to TripAdvisor, in all of the United States. TripAdvisor recently released their standings uh, for, for the past year, uh, for 2016, uh, reviews so far, and... Uh, Victorian Alberts at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa rated the number two restaurant in all of the United States, not just Florida, not just the Southeast, not just the East, not just, well, not just America, but all of America. Number two restaurant. Number one, you ask, Elena in Chicago. I do believe that's how it's pronounced. Huh. Uh, but it's kind of interesting. The top five are rounded out Chicago, Orlando, New York City, Charleston, South Carolina, and New York City. So New York City has two of the top five, and then drop down one more, and you hop back to Charleston, South Carolina. So where are, do you know all the names of all five? Uh, yeah. So the uh, Alinea, maybe that's how it's pronounced, A-L-I-N-E-A, -E if we have any Chicagoland listeners. Okay. Uh, go Cubs, by the way. Um, we can always hope in 2016. Always hope, hope it happens. Uh, but number two, Victorian Alberts, Orlando, of course, yep. uh, per se, New York City, number three. Uh, number four is Hall's Chop House in Charleston, South Carolina. And then Boulay, I do believe that's how it's pronounced. But once again, I may be wrong on that. We're terrible with pronunciations. We should probably hire a pronunciation consultant or just, you know, wait until our listeners tell us that we're pronouncing it wrong. Uh, but that is also in New York City. Uh, and then number six, uh, the Charleston Grill in Charleston, South Carolina. And then hopping back to New York City for Daniel. Uh, and then number eight, Restaurant Gary Danko in San Francisco. Mm. And then number nine is the French Laundry in Yountville, California. How is Victorian Alberts? How, how is Victorian Alberts? better than the French laundry that is just not possible. Uh, it's quite, quite a distance apart on this rate. I, I have to say that I'm not trusting TripAdvisor at all. So TripAdvisor has more than 250 million reviews on the site and the honorees were chosen, uh, chosen using an algorithm uh, that took into account the quantity and quality of reviews from the restaurants. Uh, and they, the, all the reviews for those restaurants that were gathered over a 12 month period. So kind of like how mouse chat blew up iTunes this past year. Hey, don't, don't come to me, come at me with reality. Okay. I'm just well, saying, I'm just saying there was an algorithm in play. Uh, it doesn't seem possible. I mean, Victorian Alberts is a bucket list restaurant. It is really good. It's not better than club 33. 
Club 33 didn't make the list because it's very exclusive and probably has very few reviews as a result of that. There's so many, like just in San Francisco, there are probably five restaurants that could easily blow. I don't know. Victoria. Number 10 rounding out the list in Hawaii is mama's fish house. So Gosh, that's, why pro- that's to your top 10 from TripAdvisor. You were getting, mm. you were having like a character meal or something, Chris. I don't rub it in. Okay. That's a whole <laughs> Steve Griswold. <sighs> but yeah, so Victoria Networks is very good. I'm glad it made number two. With its 10 course well, menu and, and wine pairings. Yeah. And it obviously has a big following because all those reviews are based on, you know, uh, people who have eaten there. So they, um, yeah, Steve, that would make sense. I guess. I mean, it's not some <laughs> just do random, you know what? I'm going to go review French laundry. I haven't been there, but I'm going to review it. <laughs> I know. Yes. Well, I guess, I don't know. I wonder maybe people, I don't know. They, maybe they feel more, I don't know why they would review it versus French laundry, but yes. I don't know. Maybe somebody who can afford to, because French laundry is like ridiculous. Now, I've seen expensive. people in France doing laundry, so I'm not sure <laughs> what the excitement <laughs> level Let's is. just say it sucks. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. You have exceeded the limit of puns for the night. That's uh, well, and the listeners are probably like, what? But he does them before the show. He's so bad. Yes. They're all, yeah. Lisa. Lisa. I, I was trying to get I'm away with that. I'm in good company. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you. We're, we're Lisa. You and I are to be painted with the same brush mm-hmm. in, yes. in, our, in our love of puns. Yes. What is wrong with you two? I don't know. All right. I love them. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Let's just start Please over stay. with a blank canvas and move forward. Okay. Stop. Okay. okay. Well, who's what's next? Uh, Color me happy. <sighs> Steve, make them stop. Who's up? I'm looking. I'm looking. Chris is up. Wood. Okay. I'm so I'm so sad now. Okay. All right. So this is very bad news, but it's very sad news. So apparently, if someone is admitted into a hospital within 24 hours of an incident on a theme park ride anywhere in Florida, they have to be added to this list of, you know, people who've, and mostly it's just like, you know, I got my neck hurts. I went to the ER, blah, blah, blah. But apparently a man actually had a heart attack as a result of riding star tours. He had a pre pre existing heart condition, but, um, he did die. So it's very sad. It is very, very sad. It, it happens. It, it's there, there, there's listings all across the internet of folks who have, uh, died either at, Walt Disney World on an attraction, kind of creepy, uh, or people who died like this had had the had the the medical medical emergency on the attraction and was taken to the hospital and and ended up passing away later at the hospital. But I, it's very sad. You know what? I'd like to be a hundred and one years old on there with my twenty five year old boyfriend Sven, and maybe I could just be I could be in the haunted mansion and just slowly keel over. That would be okay. That'd be an okay way to go. That's the way to go? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's still true, but I know that supposedly Disney would never allow anyone to be pronounced dead on Disney property. And so the actual pronouncing would have to happen once they pass the the borders, go to the hospital, in the ambulance, um, whatever the case may be. They just didn't want that um, having death 
in, associated with Disney at all. No one's ever died on our property was what they like to be able to say. And I, I don't think they can say that at all. <laughs> no, they totally can't, especially yeah. not in the last few years. Yeah. Um, so. Like I said, it, it was definitely many years ago that they had that policy, as I understand it. But there's no way that they could keep that up now. Um, definitely not. And it's not saying that they didn't acknowledge that or, or that they wouldn't say the person's dead. They just wouldn't have them pronounced officially with a time. Um, I don't know. Kind of kind of icky. Yeah. This is a depressing show. Gun no, death. no, we're going to bring it this up. This is pot. Steve, we need to pick <laughs> me up. Well, the, the, I've got part of a story and Chris or uh, Sharpie has the other half of this. So Toy Story 4. You know, I've been, you know, I got, the, I've uh, been waiting. I've been watching, waiting for the previews to come out on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and everything there, but um, it got pushed back. So now it's going to be instead of in uh, 2018. It's going to be pushed back to June 21st, 2019. Whoa. I know. So I'm wondering, because they're obviously pushing it back for a reason, right? So what do you think? Do you think it's the time more with the Toy Story land that's going to be opening yep. up? Yep. Because then they, they'll that's have that. That's my thought. Yeah. So they're going to. depressed me. Well, that gives you because an insight of to when they think that Toy Story land will open because they, they want to get the most out of the movie and that land opening it. Walt Disney World. So it's kind of sad. I was sort of hoping it would come out so my twins would still kind of be into it because by the time it comes out, they're going to be like twelve and college age. Yeah, (laughs) and and they'll be all jaded. They won't care. Mm -hmm. You know, I that was their first movie they ever went to in a movie theater. We had to leave because they were misbehaving, but you know the effort was there. (laughs) That's good. I think they'll still like it, don't you? I don't know. I'm sad now. I still like There was them. a l- Go ahead, Lisa. I was going to say, I still like them. I'm not too old. I like it too, but they're not going to like it like they did, you know? Sad. I was going to say, when, when Toy Story 3 came out, like my generation who like had grown up watching Toy Story and we were like around the same age as the Andy in the movie, like there was a lot of college age people seeing Toy Story 3, like when Andy yeah, went off to college. That's true. But you Andy know, went to college. Kind of like, Wait a minute, you're kidding, right? He's in college, so what's the Toy Story four going to be? Andy's in a know. retirement home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting next to you, old man. He's in the retirement. Get the to- I I totally can tell you what it is. Uh-huh. He's going to get the toys back, and his uh-huh. the little girl's going to bring him the toys because his wife's going to be pregnant. That's what it is. Think about it. That'd be perfect because then he gets the toys back, and then Andy's kids like can it. play with them. Except uh, they'll have lead paint and they chew on them and then they'll get sick and have to be hospitalized. And oh, the they'll be like, they'll be, out. yeah, I don't want to play with this grandpa. I want to play with my iPad. <laughs> you know, have, if you don't let them play have electronics, cowboy. they get excited by popsicle sticks and rocks. <laughs> I like that. Is that how you do it at your household? <laughs> you know how strict <laughs> I am about the electronics. That's they have it. to have a password. All right, and then Sharpie, you have even more movie news. Movie news. My favorite movie ever is getting ready to celebrate its 12th anniversary. The Incredibles. 
Uh, so essentially the new Toy Story movie and The Incredibles 2 have swapped places with release. Uh, so now The Incredibles 2 is set to release June 15th, 2018. Um, but oh, so it got moved been, up. Uh, previously announced June 21st, 2019. All right, good. So that's good let's news. Move it back. Let's see it. Pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, that was a great movie. And then I was, they left it open at the end. I'm like, oh, next year, next year, they're going to have a sequel because it was an awesome movie. And it's 12 years and counting. All right. Ah, got to keep excited. taking, got to keep the taking the cholesterol, take the cholesterol medicine, see if I can make it. Wow. <laughs> yep. Let's, uh, Jack Jack is going to be 13 years old now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm hmm. Violet's probably graduated from college by now. She has. She's definitely graduated from college by now. Yeah. So let's, it's going to be interesting here. Whole family of supers. I wonder if there's another kid. Mm. Interesting. Interesting point. Oh, we could do a whole lot of speculating. We need to do a whole show on this. <gasps> we should do that. We need to find sequel storylines for some movies. Ooh, oh, that, you know, Lisa, that would be incredible. Wow. What, Boy, a, is, what a good story. Time. I like it. All right. You know what? I think we're out of news. Yeah. One quick thing. Yes. Linking back to the TripAdvisor story with the, the proximity to Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort reopened uh, after Hurricane Matthew. Um just a, a very, very quick summary. The uh, rumors have it that the resort didn't sustain any major damage, but a lot of, um, a lot of limbs, a lot of trees have had to be taken out. So I'm looking forward to seeing some pictures. If we have any listeners who are headed over to Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort, snap some pictures. Hope it didn't do too much. Love that resort. Very cool. All right. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Wasn't this exciting, Mandy? It was. Good answer. <laughs> All right, we're going to actually feature always, Mandy on another I show. Think, I always think your shows are exciting. So Wow. Do we owe you money? <laughs> I, I think we're going to. This endorsement brought to you by... <laughs> TGM. I, I'm doing some calculations while, while, while you guys talk. <laughs> oh, boy, this can't be good. All right, so that I'm going to really go ahead... adds up, huh? <laughs> I'm going to take the show here, wrap it up. Pretty little bow. And uh, thank you, guys. I want to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. And if you like listening to the shows, head over to iTunes or go to mousechat.net. You can find plenty of episodes there and download them. Uh, let's see. Well, thanks for joining us. And please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.